When a child of God is walking in faith and obedience, what appears to be their darkest dilemma becomes their brightest victory. This marvelous phenomenon is so, for it is an immutable law of God, even as the law of reaping and sowing. Galatians 6, 7, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. How could such staggering promises, such as this one found in Romans 8.28, be true? And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. This passage says all things work together for good. When the baker begins to bake a cake, he or she collects all the needed ingredients, the flour, sugar, baking powder, eggs, milk, etc., and begins to work. One ingredient in and of itself will not make a cake, but once put together, a cake they make. Some of the ingredients are not desirable when ingested alone, such as the baking powder. One wouldn't eat a heaping teaspoon of baking powder with their morning coffee, but without it, the baker would have baked a brick and not a cake. Unsavory, hard, and negative circumstances will show up in life's recipe, and like the baking powder, they are necessary to life. When Jesus Christ is the baker, the final outcome is glorious to behold. Consider Romans 5, 3 through 5. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. In this example, tribulation is the baking powder. Remember, without the baking powder, we have no cake. The scriptures are correct. All things work together for good. Even death is swallowed up in victory. Dear visitor, have you yet to be born again, as Jesus declares in John 3, 3? Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Born again means born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God. In just a few moments, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt. And if you follow from your heart, everything changes for you today. And I must emphasize everything today. All your sin and shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Today, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken. Today, you will become a new creature. You will be born again, born a second time, and this time to live forever. Here is the simple prompt I promised. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions an immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Numbers 19, verse 9, And a man that is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer and lay them up without the camp in a clean place. And it shall be kept for the congregation of the children of Israel for a water of separation. It is a purification for sin. God said, Matthew chapter 24, 32 through 34. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. 
Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. God said, Mark thirteen thirty-five through 37, Watch ye therefore, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. Man said, You don't expect me to believe those old Bible prophecies, do you? Have I read any? Well, no, but so what? Everybody knows they're not true. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1176, that will once again certify the supernatural veracity of God's beautiful majority text Bible. All of these Bible-centered features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and to be used as ammunition in the battle for the lost sons of Adam. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. The world is in a reprobate state, and all of its solutions for all of its self-created problems will only result in a stacking on of calamities. The end has arrived. Saints, prepare for departure. The time is imminent. The end of the world prophecies in the word of God require Israel to be restored as a nation. In 70 AD, the Roman general Titus destroyed Jerusalem and the Jewish temple, and the Hebrew people were scattered all over earth. From that point until 1948, if you looked at maps and globes of the world, you would find no Israel. However, in an amazing example of biblical prophecy fulfillment, Israel was restored as a nation in one day, May 14, 1948. Israel is once again back on the earth to play her pivotal role in the world ending of Armageddon, and this feat was accomplished in one day. The following prophecy was penned by Isaiah nearly 2,800 years ago. Isaiah 66, 8, Who hath heard such a thing? Who have seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day, or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Shall a nation be born at once? Shortly before the great world-ending battle of Armageddon, the church of Jesus Christ will be caught up to meet him in the clouds. 1 Thessalonians four thirteen through 18 but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Second Thessalonians speaks of two things that must occur before Christ returns for his church. 
2 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 5. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told ye these things? The two requirements. One, first, the falling away from the church. This is, of course, uh, has already happened and is accelerating. Number two, second, the son of perdition, the Antichrist, will go into the Jewish temple and proclaim that he is God. Presently, there is no Jewish temple, but the Temple Mount faithful claim a functioning temple could be a reality in as little as six months. The altar of sacrifice has already been made, and they claim that, given the order, they are prepared to observe the Jewish Passover. But something is blocking the way, and it is not the Muslim world. What's blocking the way is a red heifer. The following excerpts are from the God Said, Man Said feature, Undeniable Proof Every Jot and Every Tittle, number 40. Numbers, chapter 19, verse 9. And a man that is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer, and lay them up without the camp in a clean place, and it shall be kept for the congregation of the children of Israel, for a water of separation, it is a purification for sin. The end of the world as we know it is not far from here. The battle of Armageddon, which will see its beginnings and its end at Jerusalem, is just over the horizon. In 1948, Israel was restored as a nation, as prophesied in the Bible, after being absent from the global geography for over 2,000 years. Today, the Middle East is a tinderbox, ready to ignite into a full-blown global and earth-ending war prophesied in the Scriptures multiple times. Besides Israel's restoration, a second event is prophesied as a global harbinger of disaster, an event that will surely trigger Armageddon, the building of the third Jewish temple on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. The God Said, Man Said series, 21 Signs of Doomsday, covers additional signs and signals to watch for more thoroughly, but the focus of this God proof is the red heifer. In order for the Jewish Levite priest and the Jewish people to once again function in the final Jewish temple, they must be purified according to Mosaic law, and a red heifer plays a very pivotal role. Numbers 19, 5 through 13. And one shall burn the heifer in his sight, her skin and her flesh and her blood, with her dung shall he burn. And the priest shall take cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet, and cast it into the midst of the burning of the heifer. Then the priest shall wash his clothes, and he shall bathe his flesh in water, and afterward he shall come into the camp, and the priest shall be unclean until the even. And he that burneth her shall wash his clothes in water, and bathe his flesh in water, and shall be unclean until the even. And, at, and a man that is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer, 
and lay them up without the camp in a clean place, and it shall be kept for the congregation of the children of Israel for a water of separation. It is a purification for sin. And he that gathereth the ashes of the heifer shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. And it shall be unto the children of Israel and unto the stranger that sojourneth among them for a statute forever. He that toucheth the dead body of any man shall be unclean seven days. He shall purify himself with it on the third day, and on the seventh day he shall be clean. But if he purify it not himself the third day, then the seventh day he shall not be clean. Whosoever toucheth the dead body of any man that is dead, and purifieth not himself, defileth the tabernacle of the Lord, and that soul shall be cut off from Israel, because the water of separation was not sprinkled upon him. He shall be unclean, his uncleanness is yet upon him. And then in the New Testament, Hebrews nine thirteen and 14, For if the blood of bulls and of goats, and the ashes of an heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctify to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? In 1997, the Middle East and the religious world were shaken by the message of the birth of a red heifer. It was major news the world over. A red heifer qualified to cleanse the unclean had not been seen in Israel for nearly 2,000 years. The story of this red heifer, known today as Melody, was reported in Newsweek under the title, The Strange Case of Israel's Red Heifer. It follows in part. But to observant Jews... There is nothing ordinary about her. A couple of millenniums ago, in the area of the first and second Jewish kingdoms, the ashes of a red heifer butchered in her third year were mixed with water and used to purify Jews before they could approach the holy temple on Jerusalem's Temple Mount. Not since the destruction of the second temple by the Romans in A.D. 70, however, has a red heifer been born in Israel, Judaic scholars say. Some Israelis have greeted Melody's arrival as a wondrous portent for the new millennium, otherwise view her as an ominous threat to Middle East peace. The furor springs from the fact that some devout Jews see Melody's birth as a sign from God that the coming of the Messiah is nigh. Many Muslims and some less observant Jews are concerned that extremists might take the red heifer as a signal to destroy the Dome of the Rock and Al-Aqsa Mosque, which now occupy Jerusalem's Temple Mount. That would clear the way for the construction of a third Jewish temple, possibly provoke a war. The potential harm from this heifer is far greater than the destructive properties of a regular terrorist bomb, wrote journalist David Landau in the influential Israeli newspaper Haaretz. Landau has suggested the heifer's rapid, unceremonious dispatch. He may be overreacting, but there is precedent. In the early 80s, a handful of Jewish militants were arrested and convicted of plotting to blow up the two mosques, and sentiment still runs strong. Gershon Solomon founded the Temple Mount Faithful Movement 30 years ago to press for the hill's liberation from what he called Muslim imperialist occupation. Mammonides, an ancient Jewish sage, noted that from Moses to the destruction of the second temple, only nine red heifers had been sacrificed. 
According to Memonades, the tenth red heifer will be prepared by the Messiah. It is said amongst the Jews that the red heifer is the deepest secret of the Bible, one that King Solomon, the world's wisest man, could not fathom. The answer, of course, is revealed in Christ Jesus. An, organ an organization known as Canaan Land Restoration of Israel, Inc., has as its ministry the shipping of red heifers to Israel to be raised and bred on their own land, end of quote. The following excerpt is from Thomas Horn's book, The Rabbis, Donald Trump, and the Top Secret Plan to Build the Third Temple. Horn writes, Did you know that in September 2018, a newborn red heifer was certified by a board of rabbis as fulfilling all the biblical requirements for temple service, a prerequisite for the biblically mandated process of ritual purification for impurity that results from proximity or contact with a dead body. Because the elements needed for this ceremony have been lacking since the destruction of the second temple, all Jews today are considered ritually impure, therefore preventing the return of the temple service. That is until now. End of quote. A third Jewish temple is just over the horizon, braced for war, and even the end of this world as we know it. End of quote. Without the red heifer, the Jewish temple can't work, and the news from Israel and abroad is reaching a fevered pitch. Excerpts from various outlets tell the story. Wikipedia. In addition to a variety of items required for service within the temple, the Institute has attempted to locate a red heifer consistent with the requirements of Numbers 19, 1 through 22 and Mishnah Tractate Para for purposes of purification necessary to enter the temple sanctuary proper in most circumstances. Previously, the Institute identified two candidates, one in 1997 and another in 2002. The Temple Mount Institute had initially declared both kosher, but later found each to be unsuitable. More recently, in September 2022, five perfect, unblemished red heifers were brought to Israel from the USA and found to meet the qualifications after being inspected by rabbis. The heifers will be fed and cared for until the time that they can be slaughtered and used to create the necessary ashes for purification, end of quote. Temple Mount Institute of Jerusalem. On Thursday, September 15, 2022, 5 p.m., five perfect, unblemished red heifers arrived in Israel from the USA. A modest ceremony was held at the unloading bay of the cargo terminal at Ben-Gurion Airport, where the new arrivals were greeted and speeches were made by the incredible people that put their hearts and souls and means into making this historic and prophetic day become a reality, end of quote. The Jerusalem Post published the feature with the headline, From Texas to Israel, Red Heifers Needed for Temple Arrive, on September 20, 2022. Several paragraphs follow. Five perfectly red heifers required for the ritual purification of those who have touched a dead body arrived in Israel from a ranch in Texas on Thursday as the Temple Institute continues preparations to lay the ground for the construction of the third temple in Jerusalem. The heifers are all under one year old 
and if they remain 100% red and avoid any blemishes which would disqualify them, they will each be eligible to be used to create the ashes required by Jewish law to purify those who have been in contact with a dead body, explained the Temple Institute on Monday. This level of purification would be needed in order to allow the Kohanim, the priest, to carry out their work in the future temple. The prized cattle were immediately transported to Haifa, where they will sit in quarantine for no less than seven days in accordance with the regulations of the Israel Veterinary Authority. After the quarantine, they will be released to two separate locations in Israel, one of which will eventually be open to the public. The heifers will be fed and cared for at these locations until they can be slaughtered and rendered into ashes from their third year onwards. The heifers were located and brought to Israel with the help of the Bone Israel Organization, which involves both Jews and Christians. Byron Stinson, a Texas rancher and a fundraiser and advisor for the organization, raised the cattle. The heifers were greeted by a ceremony at Ben-Gurion Airport. Temple Institute officials, Rabbi Kanan Kupitsky, Rabbi Zatsky Mamel, Rabbi Israel Ariel, and Rabbi Azaria Ariel participated in the ceremony, alongside Stinson and Jerusalem and Heritage Minister Director General Netno Isaac. I didn't set out to do this, but right now I'm probably the best red heifer hunter in Texas, Stinson told Israel 365 News. The Bible says to bring a red cow to purify Israel. I may not understand it, but I'm just doing what the Bible said. The prophecies came true, and the Jews are back in Israel, added Stinson. Now they need to build a temple. But it's like buying a really nice car. If you don't have the key, you aren't going anywhere. The red heifer is the key to making the temple work like it's supposed to. End of quote. CBM.com published a feature on March 13, 2023, with the headline, Prophetic Anticipation Builds, Unblemished Red Heifers for Temple Ceremonies Soon Come of Age, excerpts follow. Last September, five red heifers arrived in Israel amid great fanfare because some Jews and Gentiles believe red heifers are a key element leading to the building of the third Jewish temple. The heifers are now in a secure, undisclosed location in Israel. Plans include moving them sometime soon to a visitor center in Shiloh, where the tabernacle of the Lord once stood for nearly 400 years. These red heifers are now between one and a half and two years old. To replicate the ceremony mentioned in the Bible, they need to be at least three years old. And within that time span, they cannot have a blemish or anything that would disqualify them for the ceremony, even one white or black hair. According to those working on the project, the ceremony of the red heifer needs to be performed at the Mount of Olives and in a place that would have looked directly into where the temple stood. The land directly east of the Temple Mount purchased 12 years ago meets both of those standards. Byron Stinson from Bonet, Israel, help find the red heifers in the United States. So we believe that it's very likely that the ceremony would happen somewhere in the area of Passover 2024 out to the possibility of Shabbat 2024, Stinson said. Somewhere in that timeline, the cows would be old enough and it would be the proper timeline for that ceremony. Stinson believes that 
this would be the first possibility for such a ceremony in 2,000 years, and that the process toward building a third Jewish temple began with the Jewish people started their return to the promised land from the four corners of the world, culminating with Israel becoming a nation. And then in 1948, in one day, they were reborn as a nation, and nobody said that could happen. And then you move forward, and Israel continues to be this strong nation, and all of these prophecies start fulfilling, he said. There's so many now being fulfilled. It's just incredible. The evidence of what God is doing with Jerusalem is the center of that, and the temple is the center of Jerusalem. And so how can it happen, and how will it happen? I don't think anyone really knows for sure. Everything is in place now with the red heifers. As long as they stay pure, one of them stays pure. Then we have everything in place, including the priests, Stinson explained. End of quote. On July 27, 2023, the Star-Telegraph published the article, Israel needed a red heifer for a temple ceremony, so a Texan sent five. The following is from that article. Byron Stinson has always been a man of strong faith, and recently that faith came into play for a mission. Jewish faith leaders he knew needed a red heifer to replicate a ceremony depicted in the Bible. I felt like it was my duty as a Texan to go out and look around Texas and see if I could find some completely red, pure red cows that fulfill the requirements of the red heifer, and if I could, then try to ship them here to Israel Stinson told the Star-Telegraph. Stinson of Glen Rose didn't find just one heifer. He found five. Those five perfectly unblemished red heifers landed in Israel in September 2022, a feast, a feat, excuse me, that cost around $500,000 when you factor in the first-class plane tickets for rabbis to come examine the heifers and the American Airlines trip to Israel. They're now being taken care of at a secure location, and Stinson and others hope to hold the ceremony they'll be used for during Passover in 2024, end of quote. All Israel News published this feature headline on August 8, 2023. Almost everything is ready for the Third Temple, claims Israel TV report about red heifers brought to Israel last year. Excerpts follow. Israel's TV channel 12 News released an investigative report about the five red heifers that were brought to the Jewish state last September and the supposed funneling of government funds to construct the third temple. In the study, Professor Amar said that one red heifer would provide enough ashes to purify 660 billion purifications. Men have argued that the government has shifted funds from other accounts for the purpose of preparing for the purification rituals and possibly the third temple. Many rabbis have forbidden their followers for going up to the temple mount because they are not in the state of ritual purity. He also argues that the funds are being shifted quietly to not raise tensions internally and with the Arab population. Just two weeks ago, Near the site of the biblical Shiloh, where the tabernacle was kept during the time of the judges, a group of Jews descended from the tribe of Levi and the priestly families and acted a practice run of the purification ceremony. We are yearning for the temple, 
And suddenly there is a red heifer here, and we understand what that means. Something is about to happen, stated Kobe Mamo, CEO of Ancient Shiloh. The oldest of the red heifers brought from Texas last year is just months away from being the required age to sacrifice for the purification ritual. The use of red heifers for purification has caused consternation from some, for some Palestinians as well as secular Jews. On the Hamas-owned Al-Aqsa program, Dr. Ahmed Shihab said the heifers were proof that the Israeli government has a plan to cause a religious war in the region and the settler state religious claims regarding the Jews' right to Al-Aqsa Mosque. The Palestinian news network also ran a story last week accusing the Israeli government of plotting with settlers to reconstruct the Third Temple and storm Al-Aqsa, end of quote. Israel, the budding fig tree, was restored as a nation in one day, May 14, 1948. The Temple Mount faithful have been working relentlessly to establish a third Jewish temple on Mount Moriah in Jerusalem once again. The red heifer is essential, for without it, the temple won't function. Five red heifers are on the ground now. If you have yet to make your peace with God, act now while salvation is still extended to you. Click on the further with Jesus and settle the score now. Doomsday is very near. God said, Numbers 19.9, And a man that is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer and lay them up without the camp in a clean place. And it shall be kept for the congregation of the children of Israel for a water of separation. It is a purification for sin. God said, Matthew 24.32-34, through 34, now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass, till all these things be fulfilled. God said, Mark thirteen thirty-five through 37 Watch ye therefore. For ye know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. Man said, You don't expect me to believe those old Bible prophecies, do you? Have I read any? <laughs> well, no, but so what? Everybody knows they're not true. Now you have the record.